Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 14th reason. This is Nick Brown, Frowny Brown, from Frowny Brown Town. This is Vleeties from What Culture. This is El Diablo, El Dorado, and El Dorito. And of course, this is Close to the Sun, coming at you on August the 9th, 2017. And guess what? We've got a guest today. Hoodie. I don't know why. Well, the mail yet. Well, today I've got a very, very special guest. I've got plenty of names to describe her. I'm joined by DJ Foreskin, Slayer Forsyth, Sare Bear, Josh the Plastic Gangster, Mrs. Mad Dog, and of course the resident snake lead. Sarah, how are we doing today? Gay is in the building. <laughs> Put your motherfucking Put your hands, hands in the air. <laughs> I tell you what, Nick, this is my first show here and I've already got a much better <laughs> intro than you, so you really need to sort yourself I've out. I've got like you've got so many nicknames which makes it so easy. I know. And half of them I wasn't even allowed to say. That's the problem. You've told me to not say so many. Look, rule one of the podcast, no names. And of course, <laughs> I have been called many a name in my day. So yeah. we'll just leave them out and we'll stick with what we've got. Uh, so you've been, you know, you've been fucking on my case to get oh. you on for ever since this has gone on to like a month or so now yeah. you were very very angry when someone else came on before you livid that was, that... livid i tell you what i was ropeable <laughs> i have never been that angry in my life oh it's so funny but it was so so you're hilarious so you're finally here I, i'm just i'm assuming you've got something to talk about because i've kind of left it all blank for you Look, not really. I just like to get my way. So, look, I'm here. I've got nothing. So, I'll just, you know, sit back and enjoy the show. Okay, okay. Well, um, okay. So, what are we, what are we thinking today? You know, right. No, actually, I do. I do have some, some good topics I think are quite relevant and good to talk about. Look, when you finally said that you were going to put me on your show, yes. after months and months of campaigning, <laughs> petitions, you name it, I did it to get on this show. I thought, I actually need to do something about this yeah well, so, i was at your place last night and you mm-hmm. were saying that oh um i don't know what we're talking about nick and i said you've been it was a lie you, it was all the ruse. it was an elaborate ruse. i always know what i'm going to talk about i love the sound of my own voice i could talk about anything that's very true so today i thought this is a cracker of a topic and okay. for those who don't think so well you're irrelevant so yep. we'll, we'll kick on when i thought about this i started thinking about like us, not us. Okay, let's rephrase that. Not us together, but our age group. I hate you. <laughs> That's fair. Most people do. Yeah. And just how we've grown up and, you know, the generation that we've grown up in, you know, you hear about people have been very, you know, categorized in your generations of when you were born. Yeah. So I thought I'd start to look into it because it grinds my gears being referred to as a Gen Y or a millennial all the time. Yeah. It does my head in. Millennial's funny because I was saying that, I'm, I swear I was saying it to a probably an 18, 19 year old on Monday, mm. I said I reckon every second line, if he said something, I just called him a, a stupid millennial. And like, but like, if I can't believe you actually get called one, considering oh. I don't think I've ever been called one in my life. No, I get called one all the time. And look, it might just be, you know, we'll get into it later. You know, where I work and yeah, you know, the path that I've gone through since leaving school that I'm referred to that. But it it does my head in. Millennials have such a bad rap, and to be put in that category, 
I don't like it. Okay, so do you, do you consider being called a millennial like being talked down to, I guess? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely, yeah, okay. 100%. I feel like people just look at you and as soon as you tell them your age, judge straight away. You are just looked at as someone who has no idea what they're on about. You've grown up, you know, basically with everything being handed to you, what credentials or what credibility do you have? None, because of how old you are and the generation you've grown up in, which yes. is so unfair. It is a bit weird because like, you know, what you do is like, you're very technology based in terms of having mm. to deal with people. And yet, you know, millennials are the, the kings of technology, exactly, suppose, yeah. supposedly at least. Yeah. And, then, and still yet you get called that and you get kind of, I guess, you know, looked down on mm. in your opinion. So yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. It's, it's funny that, but that's also a good lead into what like I, I want to focus on at the moment is okay. the technology. So millennials, yeah, we're supposed to know everything there is to know about technology. We were growing up with it, which is pretty fair, but I actually think we just missed the millennial yeah, age I was purely because ask. we know what dial-up was. We grew up with dial-up. Yeah. We all know the annoying sound it makes. That that was us. I purely think we have just missed the millennial boat yeah. because we didn't quite grow up with, you know, broadband or you know internet at our fingertips everywhere anywhere we go yeah it's that's pretty true i I think like you know on the internet depending what site you go to you get caught you know you are categorized in that kind of millennial or you are gen y it's every site's different and that's really weird like to me Mm. that like so many so many sources came out with i'm a millennial so many came out i'm gen y it's just like how do you know who the tr- it just shows how much shit's on the internet? <laughs> Absolutely. Like when I decided that, you know, this is something I want to have a look at, I went back and I, you know, did some research as you do. I like to be in the know. I like to think I'm pretty smart. And by pretty smart, I mean, I, I got an ATAR. So happy days on that point. Yep. Um, I like to think that I, I know what I'm talking about. So basically went on the internet, did a bit of research and tried to actually get a definitive answer of the actual brackets of, you know, what's a baby boomer, what's Gen X, what's Gen Y, blah, blah, blah. To the long of the short, there is none. Yeah. They, it's basically this age, oh, and this, you know, millennial falls in the same time period as a Gen Y. But if you grew up on technology, you're a millennial. So... Do you believe in, like, millennial problems in that? Like, when they say, oh, like, you know, you're just complaining because you're a millennial. Or, like, you don't know any better or you don't know what it used to be like? Look, I do believe in some cases, like, it's case-by-case case basis. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, some kids were growing up very privileged and that everything was handed to them. And, you know, they've grown up from, you know, well-off families and they wouldn't know a problem if it came and bit them in the ass, to be honest. Yeah. Like, whereas there's other people who have had it hard and have grown up in that era where they have had to work for it. So it just, it is a case by case, but I just don't like being, you know, categorized and thrown into that, you know, it doesn't work well for me. Yeah. You feel like you're being almost discriminated against yeah, exactly. for being young. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Exactly. Exactly. So... It just, it leads in well because while being, you know, Gen Y or millennial and this technology-based era that we live in, a very interesting subject that I like to talk about is dating. Dating Woo. in this era. Yeah. Woohoo. Get around it, boys. <laughs> yeah. It's, it fascinates me. Yeah. But it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I tell you what, if, like put some context in it. You know, I've been in a relationship for the past six years, you know, happy relationship, all good. Yep. I look at people like I have friends who are single and, you know, my family members who have been single and just hearing the stories and what it's like <laughs> to date these days, oh, my God, fuck that. Yeah, because you were like, realistically, you were probably, what, 
a year maybe six months like before you know before it all kind of came in and all the dating apps kind of came in basically yeah. wasn't it yeah well i was yeah i was fresh 18 yeah. you know when i started seeing my current partner and you you're know 46 he, now so well that, that's being generous <laughs> but we'll go with that but i was yeah i was young so i think you know we just missed that huge era of like your Tinders and, you know, your grinders if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and all of those kind of dating apps, we, we miss that all. And I honestly think being in a relationship and missing that is probably why I have been in a happy relationship for six years. Yeah, yeah, okay. And it's still going strong. We, you know, none of that stuff affects us. We don't have yeah. the Snapchat or, you know, we Snapchat each other, but there was never that fear of, Who's my partner Snapchatting? Or yes, yeah. Who's liked them on Facebook? Or is does he still have his Tinder app on his phone? Things like that. <laughs> I'd be very worried if you if a partner that you've had for like <laughs> six years still had Tinder on his phone. But he probably doesn't even know how to use it. <laughs> yeah, but let's exactly. be honest. It, but that, those are real troubles that people who are in relationships or get into relationships these days have. And yeah. majority, it's why most of them fail. Yeah, it is. Um, This is like, you know, because you are, I'm on the exact opposite side yeah, as you. Absolutely. So kind of, it's a good dynamic, I guess, because, you know, I understand how it all works to a point. Mm. I don't use the apps for probably what most people use the apps for. I kind of, yeah, just take the piss. But, you know, it's, it is, it's a different game than what it was five, you know, five, even three years ago, really. Yeah. Cause like, it's so popular now. All these apps, it's so like, you know, 10 years ago, if you got told somebody that you met somebody online, you'd be kind of like, oh, that's that's weird. Like, yeah. okay. And now it's like, you know. How you, else would you meet people? Yeah, it's like there's so many da- like that. And you know, it kind of leads to, I guess, the way, you know, people perceive their, their selves because, you know, guys, I think I've touched on this before because, you know, guys will go for girls who, as long as they swipe right to them, they will try and, you know, make that person their girlfriend, their relationship mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's going to fail. Like, you know, that, that's a lot, that's a big reason why it happens. And when you are on the other end of the phone, you know, you don't know what the person on the other end is doing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. I honestly think if your relationship is starting by a swipe, you're in for trouble. Like, yeah. how, how is that ever going to work? And that's just me growing up and, you know, being in a relationship. I don't understand how it works, but it does. <laughs> it absolutely scares the shit out of me. If I, God forbid, you know, I become single, you yep. know, a partner would probably have to die for that to happen. Yep. Um, you know, touch wood. <laughs> should probably put that in there, but I, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I have yeah. two cats and I would probably just get more. Like, yeah. that's it for me. I don't think I could ever go out on the dating scene. It just, it scares the shit out of me. Like Yeah, but there are there are a lot of cases where it does work. Like, it's not like you know, every relationship fails. There are a lot of cases that come out. I'm assuming the percentage re- like percentages would be very low, of course, but that's like with mm. any date. Like, exactly. how, many, how many times you date somebody like, and your first person you date is going to be the person you spend the rest of your life with? It's very, very rare. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I, I had a few relationships before my current partner, but I was yeah. 12. So let's be honest, you know, they're never going to work. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, yeah, there's just so many, but there's so many apps and there's so many different avenues out there these days that even if, well, where would you begin? And could you be trusting of the other person? You know, you hear these horror stories of the dates that people go on and the guy's a total creep and he's like trying to lick their feet. I was reading some stuff what? today and there was just some weird stuff out there. They'd gone out to the movies and this guy had a foot fetish and he kept asking her, oh, and I hate feet, so this, this creeps me out saying it. He's like, oh, c- can I hold your feet or c- can I like, you know, tickle your toes? And this chick's like... Oh, yeah. That it doesn't that just blow your mind? Yeah, that's weird. To the point where they're at the movies and he's, you know, purposely dropped the popcorn so he can cradle this chick's feet. 
<laughs> that just blows my mind. Like you would just meet some absolute weirdos. Yeah, it's it's so hard to weed out the pack, and a lot of it I'm sure I'm sure would come down to you know people. Like yeah, I know a lot of girls and guys kind of get to a stage where they're like they'll just go on a date with anyone because they just want to meet people and they want yeah. that. And if you're going to go apart, if you're going to go about it that way, and if every person you swipe to, you're just like, oh, let's go get dinner. Let's see what happens. Then you're going to get some weirdos. Like you mm. need, I, as somebody who's been on it, you like, and I don't think I've ever actually been on a date off Tinder. Don't, what does that tell you? Yeah. But like, I, because I don't care. I don't it's want not gonna it. Work. Yeah. Cause, well, Cause I don't want it. I don't like, you know, but like, I feel like if you were to talk to somebody for a, maybe a couple of weeks and you're kind of like, oh, you know, if you want to hang out sometime or you want to go grab a bite to eat a coffee, I, Kids don't grab coffee these days, but like chai latte. No, yeah, chai, yeah, chai latte. If you're into that kind of thing. Then like it has maybe a better chance of being a successful date, regardless if it goes on any further. But like I feel like you could get through a few dates without getting your feet licked. <laughs> maybe, but look, to be honest, I, it just it it scares me. I just you just don't know the kind of people that are out there these days, and and that's another thing with the world that we live in these days. You just honestly, this is just my perspective. You just can't trust anyone. And that's how I come across when I meet new people. I mean, yeah. you'll know. I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm a very untrusting person and I always have my guard up no matter who I meet. Yeah. Now, could you imagine trying to throw me out there into the dating world? It just wouldn't work. Yeah, every yeah. person I would meet, I would give them nothing because I'm just so untrusting of people out there these days. Yeah. And most people are. People, well, yeah, the thing is people do, they trust too much mm. and they kind of, they're happy to, you know, it's so easy to, manipulate people like, and like this is you know might sound harsh coming from me it might be like oh you do it but like it's so easy to manipulate people online because you just need to tell them what they need to hear and because when you have all the time in the world to reply to someone on tinder you can say whatever you want you can you could google best pickup lines best responses i'm sure there'd be shit like that on there and you could easily it would easily you know get you further in the conversation and instead instead of being that you know face to face meet in the mm -hmm. bar even though the guy might be drunk and still might want to lick your feet like it might go a little bit better and you might know a bit quicker that he's not probably the guy for you yeah it's just they're just they're so ingenuine to me like okay. i just i don't think it it's it's not going to be able to it's not sustainable do you look down on people who uh, date through Tinder or date through like actually like if somebody came up to you if I came up to you next week and said oh, I've met this girl through Tinder um, look you know, Nick, it wouldn't matter where you met this girl I'd hate her yeah, anyway so <laughs> you could you could meet her she could be bloody oh actually I was gonna say Kim Kardashian but I'd probably get along with her yeah but it could be anyone I wouldn't like him anyway but I get what you're saying and probably yeah okay yeah I just for me I'm I'm very set in my ways and I the way yes. that I think you know, you'll struggle to change it. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that it would be able to last, especially on an app Tinder. I just think my perception of it is people just go on a Tinder because they want to root. A lot of people do. But probably, I, I couldn't, you know, I think um, a lot of guys would, I can't say maybe more, probably for more than 50%. If, you yeah. know, from people I know Fair. at least who are on it, probably more than that. Yeah, definitely. Do you think it's um like and I'm just asking as a devil's advocate? Do you think that that it's a little bit closed-minded to kind of say that I'm never yeah I won't change my opinion on this? It's definitely closed-minded, <laughs> and I'm very aware I'm extremely yeah, yeah. closed-minded. But absolutely, it is. I mean, who knows what would ever happen if anything would ever happen? I would have to go out have to go out into that world. Yeah, I would probably have to do it. I wouldn't like it. Yeah, and I yeah. probably wouldn't respond very well to it. I would be that one person who does meet the guy who wants to lick my feet. And <laughs> I would run a mile because that is, I'm not into that. Yeah. So, but just stories that I've heard and just the people that you would meet. Like, for example, this is way back when, but the, the guy who picked up the chick in the Gold Coast off Tinder and she died. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's so out of left field, but 
doesn't that just stick in your head that you really, really don't know what you're getting yourself into? Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy because, like, yeah, I said this before, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago or whatever, you... If the whole dating thing, meeting people online was such a thing, no, not only was it like, oh, you met that way, but it was mm. also like, don't you know, he's probably a murderer. Like that was, yeah. that was like the general consensus. It was like, your know, TV portrayed that and reality shows portrayed that yeah. CSI and all that crap had so many episodes like that. But now it's just like, it seems like we've gone too far the other way where it's like, yo, we were way over to the left and now we're way over to the right going, oh, we'll just trust anyone, anyone who wants to kind of come into our lives, like... I'm sure they mean well. It's yeah. just like that's the probably the biggest problem. Well, why do you think one of MTV's number one shows is Catfish? That's a great show. I that's love why. Catfish. Yeah. I'm all about Catfish. That is that's guilty pleasure any other day. But it is it is so common. Yeah. And it's so scary. Like you hear the stories of the women who are, are giving these, or, or even the men, I shouldn't, you know, be so sexist, but yep. that are just giving people money because they yeah. genuinely think that they're in love with this person and it, it baffles me but, because I'm like, come on, guys, how many times yeah. can you be lied to when, before when it does sticks? It, when does it come and when does it get put on the person actually getting... Yeah, you know, If somebody's giving you money, it, like, obviously that person's probably just a bit ignorant and a bit naive yeah. and a bit of everything. So, like, how, do you, how long does it take until you start going, okay, like, this yeah. guy, the person taking the money is not a good person, obviously, but this person giving it is just... You know, dumbass needs to really reevaluate. And that's what I think, and that's why it sounds really bad. But I just, I genuinely don't have any sympathy for these people. Yeah. Like you're doing it to yourself, and it just. How many stories do you need to hear before you could think, wait a tick, my significant other on the other side of the world through the internet is asking me for some money? Could this be a catfish, or could this just nah. be? Nah, nah, it's not me. No, nah, because it's never you. Like you're always the exception. And oh, that we're, is the we're, worst. I hate that. But it is, isn't it? Like everybody thinks that. Like it doesn't matter what somebody oh, tells the old, you. Oh, it'll, it'll never happen yeah, to like, me. Yeah, like, you know, like someone will tell you, but oh, nah, don't worry, it won't happen to me. And then some, something like that or a case like that will come up and you'll be like, nah, but this is different. Mm. You know, like, and but it happens exactly the same to everybody. Everybody yeah. gets manipulated in that same kind of way. Mm, I must admit, I, I used to be a very, you know, it'll never happen to me. And then some shit happened to me. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, there you that, go. Like, <laughs> I guess, yeah, like when you're presented with an opportunity, like with a situation that you might have had an opinion on, things can change when it comes to reality. Yeah, that, like, absolutely. I, I 100% agree with you mm. in that sense. Like, you know, there have been some times in my life where I thought, you know, I come to this crossroad, I definitely go right. Yeah. Somehow I've ended up at the crossroad. Shit, I'm going left. Yeah. And like, like you just don't know until you put into those situations. But I mean, situations like that, like, come on, people. Yeah, it come is. Come on. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Like, I. Yeah, you feel like I know you're saying like you feel bad, but you don't. Like, I, you know, I really like, don't. Like, I, I do not feel bad in the slightest. Like. Oh, it just come on, people. Like, just flick on MTV. Come on. Yeah, I know. Like, it's it's so common knowledge now. Like, like Catfish is such a popular show. Like and it's that. been going for so long. Yeah. You just think people are still actually doing this and are still getting away with it. And those two are still making money off it. <laughs> Happy days. Yeah, like... It, well, it gets to a point where you're like, oh, I wonder how long the show's going on without it being like made up. Like, who yeah. knows how many of these stories actually just are done for the show itself? Yeah. Like, it, it, that's true. But you just there's always a new episode, and you just watch it. And that's another thing that it just absolutely scares the shit out of me. Is like, who are you talking to on the other end of your phone? Yeah, yeah. I could go pull a picture of bloody freaking Blake Lively, and I could pretend to look like her. Or even someone, you know, who's not famous but is actually quite attractive. You yeah. just slap that photo on your profile. Bam, I'm a freaking supermodel. Yeah. And I could be get super liked. the exact opposite to that, yeah. you know. And <laughs> Don't talk down to yourself like that, Sarah. <laughs> um, let's be honest. I, I, you put me next to Blake Lively, you couldn't tell us between the difference. <laughs> but, um, but 
but you can do that. And that is just what is so scary to me is it, I just feel like long in the days you could just go, not that I ever did this, but you would just meet somebody out and then that would be it. Strike up a conversation. You actually are talking to the person genuinely and then you build something off that. It still happens. It does still happen. It's not something that like is... It's not something you hear about much anymore. It's though. not like it's not as much as what it used to be, but it's still there. It's like, yo, I think it's just kind of like roles have been reversed in terms of like, you know, you used to always find dates, dates in bars and occasionally find things online. I feel like it's the opposite now. I feel like you nearly always find things mm. online and now it's like, you know, the occasional one you'll find, you'll be like, Oh, like, you know, we met out at Revs or Cloud Nine or something something fun like that. Well, if you're meeting out at Cloud Nine, friend, <laughs> happy <gotta> days. <laughs> I don't think you're out there to meet people, but anyway. Um, But I just think, like, it's just, we are such, like I said earlier, it's such an untrusting and insecure generation that even, it it goes both ways. Like, people who are on the outside of it looking in, like me, don't trust it in the slightest. Whereas you're someone who, you know, I wouldn't say actively uses apps, you you do it for a bit of a laugh. But if you were to actively use those apps... Would you not think that you would be untrusting towards it as well? If you genuinely were going on Tinder or Grindr, whatever you're feeling like on Saturday night, yeah, yep. um, that you would really be honestly think that you would find someone genuine on the other side of that? You know, like, Sarah, when you're, when you're single... <laughs> when <laughs> Here you're, we go, life lessons. When you're Nick. single in your mid-20s, I'm not mid-20s yet, but I'm getting 40s. there. 40s. Your mid-40s, you start, you want to find, you want to have hope in any position, I guess. Like, I guess you know, so. you kind of want to like... There's always going to be that person who kind of wants the same thing. I don't think there's as many girls out there looking for roots as there are guys. I feel like guys are on the majority. Like there are girls. I'm not saying that like no girls out there just for a quick bang because they are. There are. There definitely are. There yeah. definitely are. But like, you know, so there is always a chance. Like you could tell by like a lot of it is and like you know a lot of it is now because in like the Tinder and that you hook up your Instagram, you hook up your Facebook. You can mm. tell pretty quickly if they're a fake profile or not. Right, you can okay. tell by the amount of friends they have, by the things they post, by the amount of likes it gets. Like, you know, if you look mm-hmm. on someone's post, I've seen people have like a thousand friends and have a post and it has one like on it or no likes on it. And it's like a photo of them in like a bikini or something like that. And you're like, that's a fake profile. You understand? I get fake profile friend requests every day. Yeah. Every day I get a fake fr- from some chick from Lang Warren who always wants to fuck me. And it sounds great. Get down. <laughs> but I haven't trusted one yet. Maybe that's why I can't. Yeah. Um, anyway. Moving <laughs> on. That, that's another subject yep. in its entirety. But yeah, like it's so, I don't know. It's, it's one of those tough things. I understand where you're coming from because you are so far out of that. So far out of that. <laughs> so far completely like Tinder is Australia. I am freaking not even New Zealand. New Zealand is pretty bad. That was really bad. <laughs> Look, I don't know my geography. What's far? I haven't, I don't get out much people. No, Frankston. <laughs> Basically I'm Frankston. So it's, it's so, it intrigues me. It absolutely intrigues me. <laughs> but at the same time, you would not ever find me doing it in a million years. I don't know. I reckon you never know. You never know. You can never, never, you never say know, never. But I just, it just, I feel like it is just too dangerous and it is just. But it's like with anything on his net, like, you know, I guess probably not anymore. Well, I don't know at the moment, but like I, you know, people who send like, you know, naked pictures and like dick pics and stuff like that. And it's just like, you send them out and it's just. You're literally asking it to be you're, posted. You're I can't asking believe for it. You're I, asking for the it. amount of people that have like, yo. Oh, my privacy. Yeah. Come on. And it's just like, if you're sending it out to someone, especially, uh, especially to all the young girls out there, uh, especially if you're <laughs> a young girl sending it out, do not think for a second that this guy is not showing all of his mates mm. and going like, oh, check out this chick that I banged last night or, or this chick I got on the tune or what, whatever, however the kids talk these days. But like, <laughs> it's just, it's just the like, I don't know how people do it. Even guys, like guys can like get ruined by like 
you know, people, a girl, like, show, not showing all her friends, but, like, posting it or, like, you know, just putting the word out that this guy is an absolute creep because it happens. Like, you know, girls, guys will show mates just to go, oh, what a hottie or whatever. Yeah, for a bit girls of a sometimes will, like, really tear, can really tear down guys at times. We're savage. Yeah, like, it really, yeah. they're the silent savages. The female race is so silent savagery. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's great. I love being a female. <laughs> but I, I agree. And it's just, it goes back to that same thing anyway with the social media is it's just so easy to ruin someone's life in that aspect by doing that because yeah. everything is so readily available and I could get sent a dick pic and be like well bang that's on my Facebook that's on my Instagram that's on my Twitter I can camera roll that from my Snapchat yeah I could put that on Tumblr I could put it on any like social media outlet I want it may take a little bit for it to come down but once it's up there it's up there well that's it and like you know, like as to, you're saying this before you're saying like how the dating thing and like meeting people on there a lot of it is like you know, you you have things like tinder you grinder whatever and then you have like these alternative sources that are instagram you know instagram is like mm. a cesspool of just girls who want girls and guys who topless and want to show off what they've got and yep. want to get instagram famous that's kind of the big yep. thing at the moment I've, there's so many people on instagram i look at and they've even got, we know a few people who yeah. have just come out of nowhere and they're suddenly getting 20,000 likes yeah and it's just like Apple. oh jesus like how yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so true, but and it's like you know, and with Snapchat, and like Snapchat's like the biggest offender, I'd say, because yeah. you can just you can send somebody something, and then there's no trace of it, and it's yeah. just like that's it, gone. Like you know, you could easily get away with that, and that's the probably the main problem. People know that now, yeah. And like even girls and guys on the other side, um, like who are you know not in the relationship, but the third party, the person who's you know doing the deed with the per- guy or girl, sometimes aren't that you know, aren't that are bothered by it. They just kind of like, oh, well, you know, that's going to break up soon. You know, I'd know from experience. <laughs> that's fair enough. That's a fair call. <laughs> but like, let me pose this question to you. Yes. Like just thinking back on, you know, meeting people through these apps and, you know, even through social media or anything like that. Yes. If you had met someone and, you know, found out their past history, I mean, like, you know, we're, we're in our mid, mid-20s now and these apps have been around for five. Let's, let's give it just below six years. I think I wasn't yeah, yeah. too far into the relationship before all these fun apps came out. Okay. If you had met someone and they have just been hoeing it up for the past five years, which some people could do each to their own. Guy and girl, guy or girl. Yeah, and both. Like everyone's entitled to their own sexual they're all hoeing. activities. Yeah. <laughs> um, would, would you not just be so turned off of that though? It's something that like I would be a little bit in. Not, not. I feel like a little bit embarrassed. Like if I was started, if I started dating somebody or I started seeing somebody, and then I realised that she's railed fifty guys mm. in the last two years, or like, yeah, two, ten years. I mean, fifty guys is a lot. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, it would really turn. Like, it would not only turn me off, but it make me like be like, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm gonna. It feels like you're gonna get played. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it feels like something's gonna happen. There's a reason why she's like, and why is she coming? Why is she with me now? Like, you know, something's gonna be on the side. It's kind of yeah. It's a it's a tough thing because, you know, you want to hold out and you want to feel like you're that person. You want to feel like, oh, I'm going to be the one that changes that. Some like I guess some yeah, people yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And yep. there's so many people who are like, yeah, I'm going to be the one. And then it happens and you don't want to be the people who be like, I told you so. But like, it's kind of like, I told you so. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And I just think that these apps being so readily available and you can literally, I, like I'm not 100% across how it works, but I guess you can like get someone within like a 10 kilometer radius yes, you can, or yeah. something like that. How, and you know, so it could be a lonely Friday night. You could, your friends just ditched you. They're hanging out with their boyfriends. You could be like, well, I'm all girlfriends. Yeah. Yep. I'm DTF. <laughs> Let me just get down. Do people say that still? I don't uh, know. No, no. Yeah, no. probably not. That died with Jersey Shore. Oh, that's, that's disappointing. <laughs> but 
you could just get on these apps and you could honestly just go meet someone. Like I know somebody who drove, they live in like, they live in Caram Downs and they drove all the way to bloody Turak for a quick route and then drive home. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. I know someone around our area that, you know, drove to, I think might've been around the broad meadows region. Just, Jesus. Yeah. Like it's, it's a long drive. Got a, got a speed fine on the way. <laughs> going up, going under the title must have really got a, had a real hard on at the time yeah. or something. But like, it's it's crazy and it's like it's weird to say, but like it's the power of the penis. Like especially when you're, <laughs> it, is, it is like when you're younger, the younger you are, the hornier you are all the time. Yeah, and it's that's just like true. you just want to stick your dick in something, and like especially guy and like you know guys develop, guys want different things at different times in their life. Nothing mm-hmm. nothing against wanting you know just a route at this age or whatever. Mm. But like, you know, some guys now, even if they did go out and just route all the time, they might like, you know, I guess people sometimes would probably go, come on, like sort out your life. I guess like, you know, there's a way you can, you can look at it from a few different ways. Be like, oh, he's having fun. But some people I'm sure would be like, come on, mate. Like, you know, you're this age, like start fucking sorting it out. Yeah. But regardless if you're young or not, that's still another notch under your belt. Yeah. And depending on how open and honest you want to be when you get down the track, you know, not everybody's the same, but I would assume, say you're 18, for example. Yes. Fresh 18 year old, fresh pee plater, got Tinder, rooting anything that moves, going out, <laughs> still doing the same. You know, I, it used to be easy back in the days. I'm sure it still is to just take people down to the frigging beach and have R- a good time. Well, yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Whatever people do. But you, that's still another notch under your belt. And you can't say that in five or you know, 10 years time, whenever you're ready to settle down, it's it's so common for people in relationships to have that conversation. You know, how many people have you been with and how yeah, many yeah. people I've been with? You would honestly have to sit there and tell this person that you genuinely like, oh, uh, I've slept. Well, we, we know someone slept with over like 200 and something people. Jesus if somebody God. said that to me, I'd be like, cool, there's the door, mate. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what the hell you're carrying around. Yeah, that's... See you later. That's the thing. Like, you don't know, like, how many does it take before it starts to kind of, like, hurt your record? And yeah. Kind of, but then again, like... Before it's an achievement, before it's just like, oh... Yeah, like, to the guys, it's an achievement, I'm sure. To, <laughs> well, the, girl, yeah. to the girls, it'd be like, oh, come on. That's a whole other topic in itself, though, like... What, how guys are... Oh, guys are legend and girls are whores. Like, oh... Well, there is an, there's arguments. There is arguments. <laughs> it's true, but it's like, oh, come on, can't we all just be legends? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, well, can't we all be whores? Well, can't we? <laughs> you know, what's with equality, man? Yeah. What, isn't that what we're fighting for at the moment? Oh, Marriage no. equality, we, sex equality? We got that. Just equality in general? <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. You're the worst person. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, probably but I, true. I agree. Like, if you sleep with, a, like, an absolute shit ton, you kind of come back. But, like, when, if, say, you met somebody, say, like, yo, I went on a rampage, right? Next next four so weeks. Friday night. Yeah, standard Friday night. For the yep. next year, I, every Friday night, I hook up with a girl. Yeah. Right? And then in th- three, five years' time, I meet the girl of my dreams. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm head over heels in love. And then she's, she wants to have that talk. She wants to be like, oh, how many girls have you slept with? Do you think that she'd really be affected by the fact that three, five years ago that I had a rampage? Do you think that's really going to play on her mind? Or do you think, like, because if it's happened so long ago, if it's happened recently, I feel like it's definitely something that, you know, might be like, she might be like, okay, I'm worried about that. Well, I feel like if you've gone on a rampage, (laughs) it's a great way to describe it. You know, everybody's lives are so sickly intertwined these days that you're bound to have banged one of her friends. Chance, yeah. Well, it depends where you meet them. Yeah. Like if you, that's why. That's, but I mean, if you've, why if you've I date been outside. on a rampage for five solid years of Friday nights. <laughs> no, one solid year. Oh, sorry. Okay, one, one solid year. <laughs> all right. One solid year of Friday nights. Even still, 
depending on your, you know, your, your location and yes. how far you're getting out. Yep. You know, I know you tend to go, you know, you go out in the city and yeah, you go out in other places, Caulfield. I, I think, think that's probably why I like there. to date outside as far away as I can. So I can't, there's no potential but, like but me But the city is a such friend. a central place that people from everywhere yeah. come to it. So c- Congregate. Yeah, exactly. You're bound to bang one of our friends. Yeah, it's like there's a chance, and like if that was the case, obviously I'd understand her being like motherfucker. Like I don't know if she, yeah. I don't know if she'd be more angry at me or the girl, but I'd cop, I'd definitely. Oh, cop. knowing females, they just somehow just blame the other yeah. female. You <laughs> idiots, like guys, okay, like that's yeah. A- oh no, it's okay, babe. Oh, that fucking whore. But like, yeah, it's <laughs> like- yeah, it is like yeah. You know, once like if someone's paid two hundred people, like we'll say before. That's that's half of Melbourne, isn't it? Like in in that age Probably. in that age region, yeah. like how many girls in that kind of age bracket that would be socially acceptable or legal would they, would that be? Does that matter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you actually, that's a good one. But like, if somebody on Tinder came up and like you know she's eighteen on Tinder, mm-hmm. you hook up with her, and then the next day she comes out and goes, oh, "I'm actually seventeen or sixteen or something like that." What do you think? Ha- like. How do you reckon that plays out? That is not good for you. Like how bad, but how bad is that? That if she like, if you come out and say, well, this girl's on Tinder. She said she's, her profile says she's 18. So what does that, what does that say? Like say, say a legal battle Mm. broke out out of that. Yeah. Like if it's, it's a hard subject that because I mean, you would have to have some pretty concrete proof that, you know, she could have, it's, it's real. it's a really messy messy area because what could happen many things could happen in that sense you know it doesn't matter if she's put on her profile that she says she's 18 she could easily turn around and say oh well when we met up i told him i was actually 16 and he said yeah no worries yeah but it's lying doesn't matter yeah i know but isn't that isn't that the problem that like all these it and is even the and even if even if he's proven guilty or even sorry innocent he will like and i think I think Justin touched on this probably whenever I had him on that like you know people Ugh. it'll come on the news it'll come on <laughs> That's the a news sore subject. and yeah it'll come on the news or go over Facebook saying like this you know I you know I've been accused of rape or whatever and it'll never say that I was you know acquit- I'm innocent I you know yeah, yeah. come out innocent isn't like that half the problem like because that stuff Absolutely. and that's like something that really destroys lot can really destroy lives same with like jobs and yeah. everything like that you can really like you can lose a lot from just a fake allegation. Mm. And it's just, it's, it's the pro, like, it's a huge problem, especially in that. And it can, it's something that can spawn off that kind of, um, that dating app kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Once, once you're sort of painted as something, it, it's with you for life. Mm. Um, and it, it is, it's, it's another subject in itself, but it is a very messy area in the terms of, you know, that the lying of the age and all of that is it's just the world that we live in and the, the justice system that we have <laughs> is very, very favorable to females. When it comes to that stuff. When yes. it comes to that yeah. stuff, when it comes to, you know, like your domestic violence and, you know, your rape and things like that, it is very, very favourable mm. to the females. So in that sense, you, you're kind of stuffed. So, and that just goes straight back to the point that I'm making. <laughs> it's fucking scary. <laughs> like, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Do you don't walk up to someone and just go, oh, can I just check your driver's licence before we, you know, get, get the job done? Yeah. Yeah, I would a, never do that. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's probably something that would be mentioned in court. Be like, oh, you should be trying to ID that person. It's like, no. It's not a <laughs> like, bouncer. She's not coming into the club. Well, it depends like, what your room is. But like, you know. But it's like the thing of can, like they say with like the whole consent thing. And they go like, oh, you have to ask the person if it's okay. Like they'll use mm. that court. It's like, no, you don't. Like yeah. that's absolute crap. Like regret isn't, well, I'm not going to get into that the rape argument. But like oh, regret yeah. isn't rape. <laughs> like it's, that's the thing that that, that kind of happens as well in that kind of that 
Tinder universe and in general as well, but like, you know, people will wake up the next day. I regret sleeping with that guy. I know what I'll do. I, I feel embarrassed. I feel yeah. embarrassed I slept with this I don't, guy. I don't want people to know that, you know, I, I willingly did this. So it's so easy for me to just yell rape. So that's what I'm going to do. And as soon as that happens, that guy, whoever it is, gets like, he's ruined. Like for a long Absolutely. time, depending how old he is. Like if he's yeah. at a, at a su- substantial age, just say he was, say he's a 35-year-old and he's single or whatever mm-hmm. and he's done that to a 35-year-old as well and like he probably loses his job, probably yep. like, you know, might like a lot of things Sex go wrong. Sex register, yeah, exactly. all of that. Yeah. You're, you're just, you're, you're done. Yeah, and even if he gets innocent, even if he's innocent, he's still a sex offender in the eyes of everyone else. Exactly. The, pub- the public will always look at him that way. Yep. So basically what we've just done, point made, it's scary <laughs> well out there. Like it, it is. And it is just, and, and that's exactly the point that I was making. It's just, you can't trust it. Yeah. You, it's, it's something that people need to put their guard up there's on. There's more bad than good out there. Oh. I would think in, in this in this context, like when you're meeting people out there, people are either out there just for a route, there's some creepy people out there. I really think you there would have to... There are a lot of good guys and girls You'd have there. to trim a lot of the fat before you yeah. got through to... But isn't that like normal dating? Like how many... <laughs> like it's very... Like yeah, I'm sure there's people who... But it's who so easy them. to just look at someone across the room and, and be like, okay, that person looks like what they look like. I'm not looking at another photo. Or yeah, anything. of course. That's them. I could go and have a genuine conversation with them. It'll. It's quicker for me to be like... And now fuck that. Then when I look at someone on Tinder or anything, strike up a conversation, invest my time into that without even meeting this person. Yeah. And then go and meet and be like, what is this? I didn't sign up for <laughs> what this. Is this. What is this? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, with, like what I was saying before, like, you know, with the whole thing, you can still check, you can check profiles and you can, you can, you can do background checks. I know you, you're just, you're the snakiest <sighs> background checker in the world. Like you could find out any, any information that I ever. needed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know what Tell I mean? What. But like, I can do the same thing. Cause like any, most Not people, to my standard, like, I will, my, my rule of thumb is if on, if I'm on Tinder and the person doesn't have her Instagram or a Facebook, like, and, or a bio, Anything like that, I will not. I'm not going to talk to them. I don't care if they talk to me. I'm just going to let it go because most majority of people now have their um, Instagram linked to it, so you yeah. can just click on that. You can see how many followers. You can see what they've got, what kind of photos they're putting up as well. Because you understand if every photo is like you know a model photo, you probably it's probably fake. If there's a lot of photos with friends and it's just kind of like you know if you taking the piss photos and that, like you're like okay, this is probably a real person. There's no guarantee, but there's no guarantee of anything. You people, if you meet someone in a club, they could be a murderer. Like you don't know that. Like you, know, you, you probably won't. You probably won't know until you're until he's six inches inside you with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I like that. But I I get what you're saying. But oh, doesn't it just seem like so much hard work? It is. But like, oh god, isn't, you're, that's because you're so far out of dating. Dating oh, to use hard work, isn't it? It is hard work. Like oh, you life's know, hard work. mate, it's hard being a millennial. It is. <laughs> Not that we are millennials. We're Gen Y. We established this earlier. But I know what you mean. But it's just, and that's exactly what I mean. It's just, it's such a hard generation to grow up in because well, everything is just so much harder. It's just like the thing is that. There's always a concept and it's been, it's always been the case and it will, it will always be the case that the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. If you're with somebody and especially these days, you will be with somebody and you'll be like, oh, this girl's really hot. I really like her. And like, you could be with a 10 out of 10 girl, but any guys are stupid 
And so are girls. Like, girls are stupid too. But, like, in a different way, guys, because, but guys have the power of the penis, will go, like, you know, a, a 10, if, you, if you're with a, uh, a 10, a 10 out of 10 for a year or something like that, you might be like, well, you know, she's not as. She'd depreciate in value. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't get any higher than a 10. So, no. like, she might drop down to a 9.8. And it's like, you know, it's still. But then she might just see, he might see someone else and be like, well, I've got a 10, so I'm, I probably could be so able to get, get this with girl. a 7 and then just, like, hope that they grow. <laughs> Hope their stock rises. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that they're profitable. But that's it, like yeah, and then like they go, oh well, I'm going to try this new one out, and it's just, it almost comes like, and it sounds really like misogynistic or something like that. But like guys will go like, I, I'm just going to try this new girl out. I want to, you know, I want to bang someone else. And like guys have that mentality a lot of the time, especially the younger you are, probably the more likely you are to have that mentality. The older, the older you get, the more you re- like the power of the penis goes down, and yeah. you don't have that kind of urge all the time to fuck something like you can kind of you can appreciate a conversation which a lot of kids can't do and that's why they meet a lot of people at clubs because you don't need to have a conversation you just need to look decent and that's that's the problem because as soon as they get out of that and they get out of that environment and they're not always you know with doof doof music in the background it could really struggle yeah that's fair that's it's a fair point but again it's just millennials (laughs) like it's it's a hard generation to sort of grow up in i think and it's it sort of it ties in well with no matter what you're doing. So like dating is just one aspect of it. Yeah. And this this technology era that we've grown up in. Another one that I find personally, like being a younger person, I, I work full time. I've worked full time since I was about nineteen. Yeah. I I did the whole uni. I tr- well I tried the whole uni thing. <laughs> yeah. Bombed out of that. Um, and then I got into work because silly me pushed myself out of homes, moved in with my partner, you know, dug ourselves a giant hole, <laughs> yep. had to go to work to fill it. Yes. Yeah. So I, and my role, I, I'm in a very sort of, I wouldn't call it a high role. I'm an executive assistant. So, ooh, ooh fancy. <laughs> so, you know, I work closely obviously with the executive team, yes. which cover, you know, they run the business. So I, I'm privy to a lot of confidential things. And my, Are you going to spill a lot of information right now? Or no. Is that the exclusive? <laughs> the exclusive. Cut off the press. <laughs> Snake delivers nothing. Yeah. Um, no. But being so young and being in a, a position with power, yes. it's, it's dead to me. Like, I just get looked down on. Nobody takes me seriously. I'm just the young chick who's in there just doing some admin work. No one will really ever take me seriously. And I just wonder... It, it's is does that happen to everyone? Is it just me feeling this way, or um, I strongly believe I feel like it's just because the age and the generation that we're in. A li- like there is something to be had there. Like there's a good art. Like there's arguments to be made on both sides because like you know I was in a different role when I worked full time. I was in like warehousing mm. and stuff like that. Very very different market. So I can only speak from my experience. But I I was um pretty well talked to, pretty well respected by all the old people. Like a lot of people I work with are now retired. But that was because I got along with them. Like, I get along with all my people very easily. It's not because they knew who the boss was? No, well, they weren't. Like, this is out of my department. This yeah. is way out. And they, they were very, very good to me. And they always were. And I don't talk about work at home anyway. It never mattered to me. And uh, But, like, they were, you know, they always treated me well. I always treated them well. They never, like, I was never at a stage where I could have, like, I guess, surpassed them in the, in the hierarchy. So that's maybe why they never really, maybe they never felt threatened because that's, that's a big thing. You know, if, some, if you've been working hard for 25, 30 years or however long, and then you see this, you know, this, uh, this young person coming in wanting to overtake it, you're probably going to feel threatened. You probably, you know, might want to, not want to, but like, you know, consciously or subconsciously talk down, look down and kind of try to, um, try to minimize them or minimize their, their impact. 
Yeah. I mean, like speaking from experience, I had somebody was coming in, you know, the business I work in is, you know, an events industry. So we put in a, put on a lot of events and we were starting to develop these new ones. And I had somebody coming in to help me because my workload is just immense and I couldn't yeah. do it all myself. So they had, you know, they were going to bring somebody in to come and work with me, made a handball off this new work. And I was going to, she was basically going to report to me and she would work, you know, I work, would work closely with her. Yeah. I'd spoken to this lady on the phone multiple times before she started, emails back and forth. She was as nice as pie to me, like was respectful, everything that you would think that a new employee would be to a new employer. Yes. Day one, she starts, she meets me, she looks at me, relationship shattered. She just, she looked, took a look at me, saw how young I was and just thought, and she didn't take me seriously from then on. Okay. It's okay. So in what sense is she not taking you seriously? Is she like, is she? To the point where she would go above me for work. She wouldn't come to me. She oh, wouldn't. Okay. Yeah, she she would go to my boss who is an executive director. Yeah. So she would just bypass me, go above me and just totally sub me out because, Do and you... my perception of that is she, but that's what I don't get. She was as nice as pie to me beforehand, before we started. It was so keen to work with me. Yeah. Comes in. Did she not know how old you were? Did she not look at you? Like, you don't look very old. Well, I hadn't met her before. This is as soon as oh, okay, I met okay, her. okay, okay, yes. Like, I'd spoken to her on the phone, okay, yep. emails. As soon as I met her yep. and she physically saw me. And I, I'm pretty small. Like, I'm a short person. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I don't look, like, I don't look older than my age. I reckon you could look at me and think I was about. Yeah, about 46, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> I've, I've aged gracefully. Um but you, are, you are 24, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, okay. 24. So as soon as she sort of saw me, met me, obviously knew I was incredibly younger than what she had pictured. Yes. She was not interested. That's really, that's tough, isn't it? Like, it is. you know, you kind of. And I would say that this lady was a bit, she's, she's in her 40s, late 40s, I would say. Yeah. So she's definitely in that, what is it, the Gen X era uh, we would put her in? I don't know, Gen old. Yeah, we'll just put her there. But. But that's the way that I just felt that she perceived me as. And it was because I was that young, I could not be taken seriously and I could not be seen as a boss. And that it, pissed me off. Yeah, it is. Like, I guess, you know, more I think about it, the more I, I kind of, I have had one, only one situation that I have been like that. Because when in my work, we get a bunch of casuals in and that, and a lot of these casuals that we get in are people who are older. They're all like 40 something, 30 something or whatever. And I remember this guy coming in and he was very much like, yo, under the, under the thing that he was better than anyone who was younger than him. It was really weird. And like, cause we have a few young people. Like I think I'm, well, I'm not the youngest, but I'm one of the youngest. And then um, he would always kind of, you know, just the way like, yo, he's very, very slow in what he was doing. And we'd kind of like, you know, tell him how to do it. And he just wouldn't take advice from us. I understand where you're coming from. Do you think it's, I guess she sees you as competition. Do you think that, or do you think she's looking at you going like, this bitch, like, how is she in a spot that she is at this yeah. age? Or do you think like, because you look at it and what is she doing prior to this? That's the thing. Like, how do you get in, like, is she coming from another job? Is she? Yeah. Okay. Well, she was. Yeah, she was coming from another job. She was an internal recommendation. So she came in, came in from another job. And basically she just, she came in on sort of like a contracting role so she was sort of not permanent it was she was only going to be there for as long as we needed her essentially but she just came in and just looked down at me straight away and I think she just sort of took one look at me and was like how is somebody 
that young or this person in a role like this? How did she get there? She obviously hasn't worked hard enough, obviously hasn't paid her dues. Yeah. How is she here? Yeah, that's, that's I think, the main argument that they would make. It's like, oh, you know, you haven't worked long enough to be in the position that you mm. are. It's, you know, it's a very, like, it's a very old school mentality. Like, it is. It's something that, mm. like, you know, not many people, like, a lot of them don't want to embrace younger people because, and the, because everybody, and she probably look at you and be like, you know, you think a very different way to her in terms of, like, you know, I, there's a lot of people I've worked with who are very um, politically incorrect and there's no way they could be changed because they are at an age where they're, they're just comfortable with themselves. They're happy with their lives and they're happy with what's been going on. And she's probably at a stage where her opinion's probably never going to change. And that's probably the sad part about it. Like, you know, she could work there 10 years and then you'll be, um, you know, another 10 years, but you'll be 34 and she'll still be like, oh, she, she hasn't earned what she's got. And like, what do you reckon? How do you reckon that stems? Do you reckon that's just a generational thing? It's definitely a generational thing. I mean, most people would sort of perceive me as, you know, too young to actually have any genuine knowledge. And the yeah. industry that I'm in is a very, it, it is a very knowledge-based industry. Um, but, uh, you know, not taking away anything from the people, you know, who have been there and have worked hard and have paid their dues essentially. Yeah. But I feel like I, I've been at, I've been doing this, this job I've, for four years now, but I've been at this new place for about 18 months yeah. and I feel like I should have been there long enough now for people to actually take me seriously. I could get at the start. It's new. People aren't, you know, nobody likes change. Yes, and yes, yes. I came into this business on a brand new role. Like nobody else was doing it before. And yeah, there's a lot of older people in that business and they don't, you know, don't respond well to change. Yes. So it took people a long time to warm up to me. But people are still warming up to me. I'm like, come oh, on. Yeah. So you're still, there's still people that you've worked with from your day one and they're still not really giving you what you would consider to be the proper respect. No. Really? Yeah. I mean, my role, I'm very close with my boss. You know, my boss brought me across from the old business. I used to work with her there. She she took me with her. So I'm, I'm the bee's knees. I tell you what. I just heard brought you across and I just fought like a, like a Jesus cross. <laughs> I'm just like, brought you across. Yeah. We, we had a uh, human sacrifice and I came to work with her. Yep. Isn't that what you all do? Yeah. That's a job interview. Yeah. So yeah, she, she took me with her essentially. Um, and my boss is, is an older lady, you know, like she's in her mid fifties mm. and she respects the hell out of me. So yeah. it's, it's, it's very case by case, but I find yes, it is, yeah. the majority of people, I mean, I work for three very strong, powerful women. Yes. Uh, two out of the three, you know, respect me. Once a, a bit questionable. She's still okay. a bit, uh, a bit. Do you... And it's because I, fe I feel it's because I'm so much younger. Okay. Do you like? Do you think it's a maybe? That's a point of like, yo, know, oh, this girl's brought you across, and like, you know, because this girl, this boss that you have now, obviously has you know adapted to the change in that, and she's happy to have you on. She respects you well, as you say. Do you think that's because that she's in such a higher position that it's just like, she's like, well, you know, like, and you know, she probably might think like, well, she's probably only, she won't make as much money as me ever again. Like, you know what I mean? Unless, unless I let her, like, unless I, you know, like, you know what I mean? But like, you know, she's like, she's in such a comfortable position that she doesn't need to like, she, she can't see anyone's competition because it's just yeah. like, she's in, you know, she's in the top or she's one of the top. But they, these are other people that I'm working with and they, these people aren't directly, you know, would want my position or they have a completely separate position to what I'm doing. Like these are like sales managers and show directors and absolutely people who I want nothing to do with that role. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, thank you. I love what I do. And it, it's, it's still hard for people 
to really sort of respect and take direction from me. 90% of the time, if I have to speak in a meeting or have some, you know, important communication to go out to the business, I'll either, my boss will say it in the meeting or I'll send an email as her. Yeah, you'll say in this last night. So what you'll do is you'll send emails uh, from her email, sorry, because yeah. if you send it from yours, they'll just look at you, look at her and be like, well, look at the email and be like, uh, you know. Yeah, it, it'd be a skim over, uh, uh, delete. Not really, well, you know. I can understand that one a little bit more at least because, you know, you if you send it, if you hear it from the boss, you'll be like, okay, this is legit. You know, I need, it, I need to do this because this is the boss kind of thing. Yeah, Whereas but it if defeats you hear, the purpose of my role. I know, yeah, I, I definitely get it, but I, just, I can understand why people would look at that on at least an email basis and be like, oh, well, you know, it's like, you know, this isn't the main person. I want to hear from the main person kind of thing. Like, it's not the right way of thinking, but I can understand why they think it. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but... <laughs> It's still like I, I would never go into a role and not respect the people that I work with. And it just, it just shows the difference of the generations of the thinking. You know, we go in and this is how I feel. You know, we're excited to be there. We're happy to have this job. Yeah. You know, we feel um, very privileged to have, like I feel extremely privileged to be in the role that I am yes. at such a young age. It's just a shame that it's spoiled by the fact that other people in the business just can't take you seriously. There, I guess there is a mentality that older generations have from, you know, like current affairs and all these kind of stupid, sh- like, you know, bullshit shows that come out and say, you know, millennials are lazy and young people don't want to work and they're just like, yeah, and like, in all honesty, like, if we didn't have to work, we wouldn't work. <laughs> like, you know, it's true. Like, it's I don't true. know why they say they don't want to work. It's like, well, we don't want to, but we kind of, like, a lot of times we have to work, obviously. Mm. But it is that kind of thing that has been. I guess built up in the last in a long time for like you know forever basically that you know young people don't want to do it they're you know they're too busy on their phones and then the older people will be like yeah they're always on their Facebooks and their Instagrams and their snap dicks and all that <laughs> shit like you know what I mean I'm like, a grinder yeah and all that. like it's just like they have this perception that's maybe not theirs like I'm sure some of it is but like maybe it's some you know they've heard it from somebody else or like you know like, as as they say you know you hear about a bad restaurant a lot more than you hear about a good restaurant. Yeah, so like they might, true. you probably hear somebody say, yeah, this, we had this horrible 18 year old come, come to our company and that you might tell 20 people that. And then if you hear, have one good one, you'll probably tell maybe two, maybe only two people that actually need to hear it. Like, Oh, how is the girl? Oh, she's really good. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. But I guess it, it's funny because I, I read something today as well. Whilst I was sort of looking into this a bit more, um, more like the, the generational side of things and our generation, it describes us of people who, now I want to get this right. Yep. We work to live. Yes. Whereas the older generation live, live to, to work. work. Yeah. Um, I think that is absolutely 100% correct. I see people in the business and work is their life. Yeah, it is. And that's a, that whereas is a generational thing. Yeah, definitely. absolutely. Whereas our generation is we work to live. You know, we want money, you know, similar to what Justin was saying you know, on a couple of weeks ago. Yep. He wants the house. You know, everyone has different priorities. Yes. But he's working for that goal of the house. And, you know, I'm working at the moment, you know, the house is, is an end goal, but I would love to travel. Like I'm working to save up money, go overseas, do all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not like, I love my job, but it's, it's not the be all and end all. Well, that's it. Life. And like you see, you see people who'd have this kind of um, live to work kind of mentality. And a lot of them, and I know this cause I know I have a lot of people who work in my area, of course, different field than you, but a lot of them are like, alcoholics because that's all they know they all they know is to work and then they go home and they just like like what do we do and it's just like well we'll drink like i had a guy who came into work a few months ago blew 0.199 Jeez. 
<laughs> four times the limit. And it was just like, and he came, and he came in the next day. That was that was the night before. First question: How the hell did he yeah, get to work? It's just like, and he was a guy who was supposed to be on medication, wasn't supposed to be drinking. Oh, like it no. was just like, and he like you know, he comes in and he was still blind. He got done up by the boss. Didn't get fired. And they were saying, and they were saying that um, if he did, oh, the union, as you were saying before, people don't like change. And there's like it kind of leads into that because. They were going on the union, like they're like, oh, the union will fight for you, man. Don't worry, like we'll get this, and like it's not right for them to fire you. I'm looking around, being like, mate, this guy's blown. He's, you know, he's lost his license. He's got his car impounded. He's blew point one nine one nine nine. He's still drunk. He's just coming to work. Like, there's the bosses and everyone had every right to fire this guy. And it's like, and it's almost like people of age of that kind of age get a little bit of privilege over it, and they're just like, well, he's a bit older. Like, where is he going to go if he doesn't stay here? And it's like the older you get, I know a lot of people who are fucking, who would, you know, have retired now, but used to have like a beer or have beers in their car every lunch break. And it's just like, you know, they're, you know, they're on forklifts and they're doing this kind of stuff. And it's like, if they knew about that, like if they actually like, you know, if the bosses knew about that, they'd get the sack straight away. And a couple of them actually did know about it, but they were just like, well, he's retiring in three months. It doesn't matter. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's definitely it's it's funny that way. It's the way that people sort of perceive other people. Whereas we to do something like that, it'd be like, "There's the door, mate. See you later." It would be first. It'd be first strike and you're out. It'd be yeah. like one strike, you're out. Like exactly. There's there's just no real room to move. I think, and you just wonder, you know, how old do you have to be before you start gaining some respect? Yeah, this what it seems like, and I'm yeah, it seems like I guess it's probably like I guess late twenties through the thirties is yeah. probably when you really start getting it's. It's not a great thing to say, but it just seems no, that it, way. It is unfortunate, it? like when you. But you're right. It, mm. I honestly feel like I won't start, you know, either being pushed up through the company a bit more. Not that there's any, you know, higher I can go to where I am now. Yeah. But if I wanted to sort of like grow more in the company or take on some more responsibility, you know, my boss would give that to me in a heartbeat. But it would be so difficult to convince the others because yeah. I'm just so young. Yeah, it's almost like they're looking at you going like, what does she have? Like, what is, what's yeah. going on? Like, you what? know, she, they always look at you funny. They're just like, what's going on with that girl? Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's just... uh, people just look at me funny. Like I could, I sit in meetings and even when I meet people, and I, I genuinely feel bad for my bosses because I'm like, geez, what do people think of them? If they, <laughs> they look at me like, oh, there's this young chick here. What the hell is she doing? And then they sort of look at the business and go, oh, what is the business doing hiring some young chick with all the, you know, yeah. having such a... I don't want to sound like up myself, but like having such an important job in a business, yeah, you yeah. know, being across all the things that I am. And it's just, I, I feel bad for Okay. okay. Well, here's a question for you. Do you think it's a female thing? Do you think it's because you're a female that you might get looked down on a bit more than you, what you would if you were a male? Or do you think, because it's like, it is, it is a job that like, I know a lot of you know females do a lot more. Yeah. Work. I, I, I would think no, purely because it is a very stereotypical role yeah. for a female to have, um, you know, if I was doing something like freaking machine operator or operating one of the giant cranes that yeah, yeah, build yeah, yeah. shit and somebody saw me jump out of that, they would take one look at me and be like, what the fuck? That yeah. building's going to fall down. Get back in the kitchen, love, you <laughs> oh, know? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're yeah. still sort of... I didn't in- say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But we're still in that sort of mentality that, that you'd be surprised how many people out there are still in that mentality. But I, I think I'm okay in the sense of the role that I do, it's very easy to put me in that because female office work admin yep cool that matches that's so you fine. more you more credit it down to age, you think oh, age that's the, how i feel yeah. i feel it's age um i you know I, i'm not i don't believe in this whole like you know men can't do the same job as women and women can't do the same job as men i think do whatever the hell you want like yeah you shouldn't be judged on your role 
you know, you want to be a male gynecologist? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. You want to be a male nurse? Go for it. Females want to, you know, go work out in the mines or do a, t- a hard labor job, be a tradie? Go for it. Yeah. Like, I don't, that's, that's neither here nor there for me. But I do just think, I feel like it's an age thing. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah, I I kind of agree up in in the sense of like especially in those kind of roles, I feel like it'd be much more apparent because you are working in a space where people are all around you that would know like they're probably looking at you all day, probably just like with the binoculars going, what the fuck's this bitch doing? Like, and also because you have been dragged over from like you know being kind of cut across from the mm. from your boss, they definitely kind of probably think, oh, she's playing they're playing favoritisms or like you know what's this girl have? Mm. Is she are they related? Are they friends? Like you know, is yeah. she getting pri- special privilege? But it's also I feel like, uh, and this is just the old. I feel like this is the older generation's <laughs> yeah. mentality. I'm just going to throw that in there. Mm. It's because I haven't followed the correct path. Yes. What, what's the correct path? Work, school, birth, death. I mean, wait. Work, birth, school, birth, death. Work, birth, school, work, death. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, is I, I, haven't, I haven't followed the correct path. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there who still believe that you should, you know, go to school. You should finish year 12 once you finish year 12, you should go straight into uni, mm. get your degree. Once you've got a degree under your belt, start low and climb high. You know, if you're a female, you should go and get married and have your babies and piss off and come back. And the males should just work. There's a lot of people out there who still feel like you need to be following this correct path. And I didn't do that. Yeah. yeah and, true. you know, my, my path is, yeah, I finished year 12. Uh, yeah, I went to uni, bombed out of that because it, I, I was just overstudy. So, yeah, I, yeah. you know... Words of wisdom to anyone, I would highly recommend either just working casually for a year or taking a year off before you throw yourself into that, especially if you're going to do a hard slog course. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely like that. Agree that, with that the too. word of advice, I think my life would be completely different if I had to do something like that, or done yeah. something like that. Let me correct myself. But I didn't follow that path. And because, like I said earlier, I moved out at a young age with my partner and we dug ourselves a giant hole that we needed to try and fill. I. I did, I, I, I job hopped and I tried to get a job. I tried to do everything and I did sort of just fall into this. You know, my sister works at a recruitment agency. She got me the initial initial job as a receptionist in this company. Yeah. And it just so happens it was a maternity leave contract. I, I put my hat in the ring and I somehow got this job yeah. and that's how I met my current boss. Yeah. And she's, she's brought me with her. So because I'm so – and that's how it happens. So, I mean, that does make sense of why I'm so young in a role like this because I did just fall into it. Yeah. But because that's the way it happened, I feel like it's looked down on because I don't have a a business admin degree or I didn't go to uni or I didn't start low and pay my dues and now I'm in this good job. And I just, you know – I, and I just don't feel like that following the path is is relevant these days. It's so not relevant. Well, it's like anything. Like you, like um, we're having this debate at uni the other day, and it was all about like the marriage quality and all that crap, like stuff yeah. like that. I don't call it crap, but like, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. You know that that debate. Yeah, you hear about it so many times. Yeah. You're like oh, bloody hell, why are we still talking about and, this? And um, like it was talked about, and it was just like, why do people like why do people care? Because uh, one guy said, sorry, and he, he was kind of against it, and he was kind of um saying like one of the big reasons is because a lot of gay people don't care and a lot of people don't care about marriage. That's the thing. Marriage, yeah. even yeah. stuff like marriage, that was, is such a, you know, such a staple in your life. Yeah. It, such, it doesn't have the effect or the meaning that it used to be. Yeah. Like it's just something. And because, and it, whether that's to do with divorce rates being so high now, yeah. or it's just to, to do with the age that we're in, it's just like, you know, people don't want to sign over and they've heard so many horror stories, just like with your, um, tip, like, you know, with the, the dating apps and that you've heard so many, so many horror stories of men and women being like, 
you know, um, like suck dry of their money, whoever's making them more money, of course, like, you know, being just, you know, having har- having to harbor it with their partners or, you know, and they don't want to go through the prenup thing because that really puts a drive to wedge in in the first place because you don't want, you know, oh, we're supposed to stay forever. What do you, why do we need to sign a prenup? Like, it, it kind of like a lot of people just want to avoid that and they're probably just happy being partners the whole time. Yeah. And we know like one of my, my partner's friends, his, his parents aren't, aren't married and, yeah. um, I know people whose parents aren't married and it's just a, that's a whole nother subject in itself. It's just, yes. Yeah. yeah. Get around it. <laughs> <laughs> Some technical errors. That was my bad, but it's just, it doesn't have that, that solid meaning that it does anymore. And you know, I'm of that same view that, you know, if, you know, like marriage sounds great, I would love to get married one day, but if I didn't, it wouldn't affect me. It's, and that's just, it just goes to show you, that you it's would just, love the one day of attention. Uh, who wouldn't? <laughs> like, you know, I would bloody throw my cats in there, get yeah. the dog involved, you know, let's make it a friggin' day. Yeah, but, but it isn't what it once used to be. Exactly. And like, I love, to, I, I don't have any stats on this, but I know it, I know for a fact that it is, it isn't like, you know, I'm sure people aren't getting as married as much as what they used to be. I, there are like, you know, but at, on the other scale of that, there are so many people who are getting married, having kids at such a young age. Oh, and it's like, they're, they're still. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call that the the standard way of living as well. It's no, kind of like, it's kind of like on the opposite end. People having kids at twenty, twenty one. Yeah, and that's what I feel like a, a whole again. You know, tying into the theme that this generation is where we're not conventional. We're not doing it how you know the older generations are doing it, and that's why we are you know sort of look down on uh, we know plenty of people that we went to school with one's popping out her third (laughs) she's 23 or 24 now jesus christ that is just that's so like unnatural to me yeah but there are so many people out there who are our age and you know they're they're having their kids now and they're even looking at getting married now and you know there's there's nothing wrong with that like that's good for them if that's the path you want to take yeah but that just it's so foreign to me but it just goes to show, like, this generation that we're, we're growing up in, we're just doing it so differently. And there's so many different things out there that's impacting the way that we are growing up. And there's even more, like, and I know this wasn't, like, this was never always the case, but, like, a lot of people would always believe in, you know, you have to get married first before you have kids. Yeah. And now it's, like, so many times, it's, it's nearly the opposite now. Like, so many people are having yeah. kids and, you know, there's people, I know people who have had two kids haven't uh, aren't married yet. And it's just, like, it's, like, you know, ten again, 20 years ago, probably would have been looked at weird but now it's yeah. just like yeah, it doesn't matter well, there's, it's funny you say that there still are people out there who are very conventional like i'm just gonna throw my partner under the bus here but he has that mentality he's got the mentality of you know he, he he wants to do it correctly so house first then would probably want to get married and then would look at kids you know this yeah. is all like far far in the future you know we're, yeah. we're still young but that's the way he wanted he wants to do things yes and i know that for a fact whereas i'm sort of just like doesn't bother me like whatever whatever comes in if i'm ready for it yeah but But it is a conventional thing for a reason but because it does mm. make a bit of it does make sense it does it makes logic it does make logical sense in the grander scheme of things but who cares these days yeah it's one of those things where like but like things happen you know things happen when you were not expecting it to and like you know you might fall into a situation that you maybe didn't think you would fall into and people react differently when as we'll say before people react differently when faced with a situation and say someone you know maybe uh, i know of people who are who are a couple now and they you know someone got pregnant out of it and then and now they're living together and now they're kind of like you know they weren't really even dating too well and now they're you know now they've got a kid together and it's just like Everything's kind of different now. Every like you know, that's not un, it's not really it's not 
completely common, but it's not completely uncommon either. Yeah. And it's just this crazy kind of cycle of what we're like, what we're going through is such a moment. Like, you know, they are, and these are first world problems, of course, but yeah, like, abso- yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, it, we sound so trivial when it, you put it in the grander scheme. Yeah. But, but like, it is, you know, it's just crazy to see that. And I'm like, you know, very glad I never <laughs> fell into that. Um, you know, having a baby really early. Like, oh, no, God. Kind of, you know, I, like, like, I can't even... I mean, I could take care of myself <laughs> okay. Barely. Uh, but, you know, but I struggle to bloody take care of my partner and my two cats and my dog. And yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a freaking... It's a schedule. Yeah, like, it's... Pets, and you throw a like, kid in that. Oh, God. I'm, and I'm, I'm a selfish person. Yes, yes, And I would are. like to remain that way yes, for a are. bit longer. <laughs> and it just brings it to another point. And it's like, you know, people... Why are people doing it this way? And, you know, is it... Is it a fear of missing out? Yeah, um, yeah. This is a real. This is a good one too because you you were saying this before, and it is kind of like everybody wants to get everything in. But everyone's orders are so different now. Yeah, it's like it's like their order. Like you know, they're going like people are. Like even myself, like yeah, I went went out of school. Uh, didn't do too well at school. I uh, went straight into full time work. Worked there five years. Now I'm in uni. I've travelled like twice now. I want to go. I'm going to try and go again. It's just like you want to try and get everything in that you would hopeful that you would expect to experience in a lifetime. And things that you want to experience, of course. Yeah. And it's just like you know, when does it like? Uh, how do you save? When do you save? When's the right time to travel? It's just like there's so many variables, and like it's so hard to find people who want to travel at the same time as you as well especially if you're not in a relationship because if you you know you if you traveled you travel with your partner of course nine times out of ten <laughs> nine times out of ten he comes along um but yeah it, it, it's it is exactly like you say it's you want to do things right but you also want to do things timely and we are that generation where we want it we want it now and yeah we're, we're very impatient yeah our attention spans are like ridiculously um what's the word i'm looking for Short. That's the word. I was going to go for terrible, <laughs> yeah, uh, ridiculous. abysmal. But like, yeah, you know, how many like videos do I get tagged in by you or or um your partner or or you guys get tagged in by me? And it's just like you know, it's a video that goes for four minutes. And I'm just like over it. I don't have the time. And yeah. it's just, and I'm I could be sitting on the couch doing nothing. And it's just like I don't have the time. Like you know, because because of like you know the whole Vine era of like six second videos and all these like tiny things mm. and everything. You know, you want you want the punchline straight away. There's no there's no not many um videos that people watch that are longer than ten minutes or something like that because people just don't want to invest themselves that much anymore. It, it's true. I mean, like I'll get tagged in a video. It's like oh a video, but you get tagged in a, a picture. You're like yeah, sweet. Yeah, exactly. It's straight there, straight in front of you. Yeah, it's, it's happening right now. And, I mean, that's the whole reason, you know, I, I worry now. And I have a bit of FOMO myself in terms of, like, schooling um, okay, yep. and travel. Um, you know, s- sad story time. I'm supposed to be in the States now with yes, my family. Yeah. Family member got, you know, incredibly ill, trip cancelled. Here I am today for you lovely people. So who's yeah. the real winners here? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like... But now now that's always going to be in the back of my mind is am I ever going to get to the States now? Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I don't want to miss out on that. That is something I would like to do before, you know, if kids are in the cards for me, I would like to get there before kids. I think I would just be too selfish to want to travel with them. Yeah. I'd probably, you know, jump off one of the bridges over there. But when am I going to to have a chance to do that? And I don't want to miss out. It's I want funny. To do it. It's funny because like I remember I've got pictures because I went to America when I was one. On my first birthday, I was in America in you Las bastard. Vegas, and I was just and I like I look at those pictures like why did you take me? Like why would you bother? Yeah, like why what? wouldn't you just get a nanny or something like that? And they said like you know like, well we you know we wanted you to come and Stacy was coming or something like sister was coming and that was fine and like 
whatever. Like I didn't care, but it was just like, I look at that now and go like, if I had a one year old and I was going over to Vegas or I was going to America, I'd be like, just get a nanny, get somebody. Like, Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that we were supposed to travel to the States um, with my stepbrother who's, you know, They've just had a kid. The kid's about yeah. six months old now. Yeah. And they were bringing him along. And oh. I'm just sort of like, you know, I mean, it's it's young enough that you kind of have to take it. I shouldn't refer to it as an it. <laughs> he <laughs> He's young enough that, you know, he, you need to bring him along. It's still at that lovey-dovey stage, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but it's like, really? Doesn't it? Does that just, just going to impact your time? Yeah, like that's the thing. And it's just so many, like, so many variables when you travel and like, that's a big one. <laughs> that's like, yeah. that's like, there's so many ways that that could go. Like, imagine being on the floor, even like the flight. Like, you know, kids hate hate getting their ears popped, especially the young ones who've never done had it before. And it's just people like, hate being on planes with kids. Yeah, like exactly. I don't want to be a burden. Oh <laughs> god! As soon as you sit on a plane, you see a kid. It's like, oh, yeah. The end is near. Yeah. You know, but it. I think I think FOMO is a big one for our, our age group, and you know, my partner has massive FOMO with friends. Yes. He hates missing out on anything to do with his friends. Whereas I couldn't give two shits, yeah, like, yeah. to be honest. Your, your FOMO's on the, like, I guess, like the broader scheme. The, the of things. big things, you know, I, you know, I want to go and travel and I want to go and do things and experience things. And that sounds really gay when you say it like that. But Yeah, I know you mean. But he, like, he would just crack it if he doesn't get to go and like do something with his friends. He's going to listen to this <laughs> later and get home and he's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? So you could go on but, like, a, you, you two could go on like a one month trip and then you'd see like, a, a picture oh, the, the boys. boys would appear. Yeah. <laughs> we could not go on a one-month trip without the boys appearing. I swear to God. How many times we had to invite yeah. you along in our trips? Because he's like, the boys. But the boys could like post a photo on Facebook back in Australia and you guys are over the States and Alex would be like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 100%. He'd be like, oh, what are the boys doing? I Like, he is, you know, and that's him and he, he loves his mates and, you know, that's that's a great quality to have. Yes. Um. But God, he he just has that massive, massive FOMO about anything to do with his mates. He needs to be there. He needs to be involved. He FOMO, just... It's one of those things like FOMO is like a real, like it sounds like it's hard to make it sound real when you say it. It's when abbrevi- you call it's it FOMO. Yeah. I, look, it took me a while to actually work out what FOMO was. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. I was like, huh, what is this? Yeah. Uh, well, and it's like, it's, FOMO can be like attributed to even like really little things. Like I remember me and Justin talking about the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight. And he said, yeah. he, he's going to, he wants to watch that because it's all, it's a basically a FOMO thing. He yeah. doesn't want to miss out on the, like, it's like the conversation afterwards. Everybody wants to be able to talk about it. Exactly. It's like, um, we're talking today, uni, they were saying Game of Thrones. One person said, I watched. Game st- of Thrones is a big one. Yeah. I, think, I, I started watching. Yeah. I started watching Game of Thrones because I was sick of all my friends talking about it and me not being invested in the conversation. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like that's the, like the craziest marketing tool for Game of Thrones who would, who would get so many people who yeah. starts watching it now. Like a, Three people in my class aren't up to date right now who are up to like season three, four, or two or something like that. And it works. And yeah, and, they, and they'll catch up slowly and they've got new fans and it's more money in for the comp, like for HBO series. Or yeah, the, I mean, or, you know, let's just throw Justin under the bus here, but he is one of those people. He, he you know, yeah, yeah, I hate yeah. to talk about him when he's not here, but, you know, he knows why I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I th- I feel like he's a very FOMO person. Like he was late to the party on Facebook, but he, he joined because everybody else had it and everybody yeah. else was talking about it. And he's just started watching Game of Thrones as well. Well, purely because you know, my partner and I watch it. We watch it with his misses, and yeah. we all talk about it. It's a it's a big topical thing. Yeah, it, it's like so. It's funny how it ranges from like you know what you want to experience in life to something as small as like yeah. a, a boxing fight or a TV series, and it's just like it's just purely to, to be involved. Yeah. And and that's what I guess about it goes back to us being you know 
an insecure generation. We don't like not being involved. It hurts your feelings when you can't get involved in something. Yeah, or, you don't want to be left out. Yeah. You, don't want, you don't want to feel like your friends are like um, putting somebody above you. And like you want to, like, imagine if like, yeah, like if you went a few months and like, you know, I'm taking like all these photos with all a bunch of friends and like your partner's there as well. And like, you're just like, Oh, why didn't I get an invite? Like, yeah. yeah. You'd, be like, you'd be like, come on. Well, it depends who you are. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's just like, you know. It's, be sitting on the couch can... with my cat going, yeah, happy days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just crazy. Like with, and like with the traveling thing, because it's probably the hardest one because it costs so much. It's the most expensive oh, one. Yeah. Like you can get away with not seeing a TV show or a boxing fight. Yeah. It's very hard to like, you know, go 20 years and kind of be like, shit, like I didn't do that. I'm never going to get that opportunity again through that, those kind of, golden years like the best like yeah. what, what people say are the best years yeah and that's the exact FOMO that I have like this states trip that I was supposed to be on it was a pricey trip um, yeah. up up to near of 20 grand I was spending for three weeks like I was going over there and I was going to do it well yeah, yeah like and now I look at it and I go wow when am I ever going to get you know close to 20 like you know I've got I've got some savings but you know now my partner he wants to start looking down the house road and yeah how am I going to be able to go on this epic travel trip Whilst I've got a mortgage or whilst I'm trying to save a house, like those two things just don't go hand in yeah, hand with one want, another. You want to get your travel out of the way before. Yeah. And I mean, he's, he's very cultured. He's been, you know, he's European. So he's been here, there and everywhere. So travel's not high up on his, like he would go, yeah. but it's not number one on the list of priorities. Yeah. Where the furthest I've been out is Vietnam and I was sick for the whole bloody time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't, I'm sure that doesn't count. I mean, you know, we're going to the States next year. We're only going to Hawaii for a week. So, I mean, that'll kind of like cure the travel bug ever so or, slightly. Or will it make it bigger? Ooh, That's the thing, people. Yeah. Be, like with tattoos, travel and all this kind of stuff, like you get one and all of a sudden you want to get more. and You, you want to do more. Yeah. Yeah. Like my biggest fear is it will turn into that and, you know, that that's something we're going to have to like face and discuss down the road. But I just don't want to miss out and you guys do this on purpose to me like you've been to Europe and the two of you sit there and just like, oh how good's Paris oh how good's this place and this place and I sit there I'm like yeah how, how good's Bali guys like yeah everybody's never, been there never been <laughs> FOMO but you know like and I just and a part of it is because I want to join in the conversation like yeah. even my best mate she's been here there and everywhere and she's been to Paris too and I just want to be like oh I want to go yeah, you know, yeah. I, want, I want to experience it and I have this biggest fear that I'll never be able to get there because it is, it's just too costly. When am I going to fit it into my life? I want to go now. I'm young. Oh, but am I, am I going to get a house soon? I'm going to get married, blah, blah, blah. Like the list goes on. Yeah, there's so many more responsibilities, especially in your case, to kind of factor in before you can kind of, yeah, you can't wake up one morning and be like, okay. We're going to America in three weeks. Like, it's just not on the cards. Yeah, it, it's, it's physically impossible to be able to do something like that. But again, that just sort of goes back, you know. We, we didn't follow that path. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure if you, you follow a path similar to that, I would think you would still be living at home and all that's easier to say, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But we didn't do that. And it just makes – it does make things easier on some scales, but yeah, also it makes things harder. Yeah, there's pros and cons for every, yeah, every kind exactly. of Yeah, exactly. Anything well, you talk What do you about. think the right path is then? Do you have like a – are you more like, well, everybody gets like, will choose their own? Or do you think like looking back now, do you kind of go, oh, you know, like maybe there's a certain way that, you know, you kind of give advice to younger people to do. Hindsight's a beautiful thing. Isn't it, it is. That's what I meant. That's like, why I love it. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Like I look back on my life and I, there's a, there's so many things I would do differently. I would have liked to, you know, I did pretty well in school. Yeah. I, I sh 
you know, I would have done a lot better if I had applied myself more. I'm like, God, love these Facebook memories and every second day I'm <laughs> yeah, freaking yeah. at home, yep. which is what I do in my life. But, um, you know, if I applied myself more at school, you know, I would have got a, a better ATAR score, which means I probably would have got into a, a closer uni. I mean, I got into Vic Uni out in Footscray. It seems so trivial now because I travel to Hawthorne every day for work. Yeah, but yeah. God, traveling then, to yeah, Footscray when I was 18, whew, it was the end of me. You know, I would have got a better score, maybe gotten into a better uni, or I would have taken that year off in between. Yeah. Done my work, done my traveling then, got all that out of the way, then worked hard and probably gone into a job. And I probably would have followed that correct path. How much do you reckon relationships factor into that? Because, like, you look at it and you go, if, um, you know, people like have this path and they might be on that path, and then, but like, there's people I'm sure who have been in, you know, started doing uni and they're like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do my traveling. Then I'm going to get my job. And then they get a partner. And then there's like, well, I can't really do my traveling now because like, I can't, you know, they want to do something different. I'm going to, I'm going to have to travel with them. Do you think that has any play to do it? And then you're going to add things to that list. And it's like, okay, now I'm going to look at moving out. I'm going to look at doing all this other stuff. Yeah. I, relationships. It's funny. It, it's, it's a huge part of your life. Yeah, and, that's what I mean. and it yeah. factors into almost every decision that you make. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's sad in some ways that some people can't do what they want to do. You know, like oh, I've got friends, you know, one wants to travel and do all these other things. The partner, eh, not so much. And, yeah. and I've also got another friend who it's it's completely opposite. Like she's just finished her five years in uni degree. That's like a long time. Solid five years of training. You know, she's she's going to be, she's she's started a job this week. She's going to be a paramedic. Yeah. That's a kind of career that you your whole life is thrown into. Is that scary? How scary is that? But because you go in five years of something well, that you don't really know if you're going to be able to get it. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, she, I mean, she's had some casual jobs throughout a whole year, but she, it's, it's funny. Like you, you touched on this in one of your earlier podcasts, the fact that how do people, how can people go into full-time jobs and actually do it after they've, you know, just had all these years of like uni. Yeah. Uni's hard and you're studying, but uni isn't, Nine to five. It's not reality. Every day, all day, hard work. You don't stop like you. Yeah. As someone who's actually had a uni now, it, you realize like as much as, you know, you see all the, the meme, like the memes and all the stuff online about how hard uni is and that it like compared to a, a weekly waking up at 5.30 in the morning, like I, you know, there's two or three days a week, uh, at least I think two days a week now I can wake up at whatever time I want. And because I don't have uni until one or I have the day off. And it's just like two days I work, two, uh, a couple of days I need to go to uni. And it's just like for people who like, I know why people complain about it, but like compare it to a nine to five and that like it's nothing or like a nine to five or a 5.30 or six o'clock till yeah, 2.30. Yeah, oh, well, she's going to be a paramedic. That's like, like 14 hours. hour day yeah, shit. And it's just like, it's such a different scale of things. I'm sure the study's hard, but it'd be a lot harder than what I'm doing, of course, at the moment, yeah. and especially because I'm early on. But like, it's just something that like, it'd be on a whole nother level. And it's just like, could you imagine if somebody went through all that? No, I'm not saying could you imagine. It de definitely happens that you go through all this time and then you get out of it and all of a sudden you come in this job and you're like, holy shit, what am I doing? Like, yeah. you know, I really don't actually, I don't enjoy this as much, whether it's the people, maybe maybe older people looking down on you and you don't yeah. like, or like, you know, whatever, like maybe the conditions or maybe like you just didn't expect it to be as bad as it was. Or you don't like the hours and you're just like, shit, because you put in all this effort, you feel like you're obligated to do it. Yeah. But you don't, and because like, imagine doing all that and then coming to your friends and being like, oh, I'm going to do something else now. I'm going to be, oh, yeah, I'm going to start an apprenticeship. <laughs> After doing five years of uni, like it's almost like it, you don't want to, um, 
you don't want to admit a fault. You don't want to admit fault to anyone because you're like, oh, I don't want to do like you. Know. Yeah, I mean, and it's it'll be embarrassing, absolutely. Yeah, like exactly. you've just spent, you know, a good portion of your life doing this, studying for this one particular profession, and all of a sudden you do it, and you're like, fuck that. Like, yeah, definitely. It, it'd be so hard, and I, I'm very curious to to see how she goes with it, especially being such a high demand job that yeah. she's going to do. I'm sure she'll be fine. I think she's. Yeah. I think she'll uh, be she's she's pretty cluey. Um, she's you know you have to be a certain kind of person to be a paramedic. Yeah, that's for definitely. Sure. But it it's it'll be interesting. That's yeah. Yeah, it's the same with anything. But like, and you see people who start, and I think I mentioned this. Like, I one a really smart thing I think would be cool to do would be to get um, an apprenticeship become quite fully qualified and then look at traveling and then look and then kind of being like you have something to back up like Absolutely. how much do you reckon the backup kind of do you think that's actually a valid thing yeah, definitely. I think you would be absolutely stupid to do it any other way. Really? Uh, if you're looking at like the big pr- travel, yeah, like you want to go away, you want to either take a year off to travel here, there, and everywhere, or you're going to go on these massive like six to eight to twelve week holidays. Yeah. If you had nothing to fall back on when you got home, yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah, it is. Unless you know, mummy and daddy are paying for the holiday and all's well. Yeah, yeah. If you're the kind of person who really needs to work hard to get these sorts of things, you would be an idiot if you didn't like finish your uni degree and have a degree in your back pocket, yeah. something you can come in and start, or you know, you had a trade that you could come back or something you could do anywhere. You'd be stupid. It's just uh, too hard. With the work, with the work you do, because I know you sometimes work from home. Is that something, now I'm kind of going off the top, but like, is that something that you could apply overseas? Just say you wanted to go overseas on a holiday or you want to go overseas to do like a travel holiday, like, you know, for a long time, six months or something like that. Is what you do something that you could possibly do over there? Not for that long. Okay. Yeah. I think there's definitely, like, you know, there's a couple of days here and there where I do work from home and it's very easy, but the kind of role I do, it's very people involved. So you need to sort of be in the know and what's happening in the company and who's doing what and who's going where and enable to set up this meeting or book this travel or do this, do that. Yeah. You need to be there and to be aware. But there are roles out there that you can remotely do. Yeah. Like I know somebody, I know somebody who was working for my company and he moved back to Dublin with his wife. Dublin's a great place. You should go. How dare you? How dare you? I can't believe you've done. I can't believe you've done this. Fire my people. Um, but he's moved back to Dublin with his wife, but and he's still working out his marketing role. Yeah, he's working with another business that you know my business has close ties to. Yeah. He's still working for them. Happy days. Like there are stuff that you can do remotely, and it just it just transfers back into this whole thing of technology you can you can do anything well, anywhere it's, it's like it's the, so easy. The, the place i go to for you recently took a bunch of people over to england do you want to know who sponsored the deal tell us nando's 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 sponsored for six people from my uni to go over to england to do this massive thing and do some recording and all that and when when they asked why nand why nando's got on it they just said why not? That's, just, that's literally what they said. It was like, why not? We have that's the, amazing. We have the money. It's just like, Do they get that, free chicken? I, that's what I thought. I, I asked them that and they said they get free. They said they might get free peri-peri. <laughs> I guess it's not that bad, but that's so funny. That is so random. Like you would just not pick like a, a fast food. Well, they're probably not fat, but they are. They're a fast upper food. class fast yeah, food. Yeah, they're classy fast food. To sponsor people to do something completely left field of what their business is doing. It's just like it shows the opportunities that actually are. Like yeah. a lot of it is you just need to look at like, you know, it is kind of like you need to really do research. You need to like there's so many, there's so many stuff, so much stuff, sorry, that when like you kind of now that I'm 
in that kind of school system, you understand a, there's a lot out there if you really wanted to pursue it. It's not always going to happen. Like people get sent to the Netherlands from my school and that. And it's like, like oh, cool. That's something in the future I could look at, try to do. But like, yeah, that's should just, get involved. Yeah. Like, it's just like, there is, there's so much out there at the moment. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it's, it's so funny like that. You just, that's actually shocked me. I can't believe Nando's <laughs> sponsored some people. I'd get involved in that. Love some Nando's. Yeah. That's good. That's crazy that way. But you're right in saying that the opportunities are endless these days and you can do that sort of stuff and you can work remotely and you can go here, there and everywhere and still stay up to date and be relevant. But that's if the situation provides it as yeah. well. Because like if you're like in say in your case, you would, I don't think you'd be able to get taken over by Nando's for like for six, Look, you know, for no, six Nando's months. Nando's aren't going to take me over to go and assist their main chicken. Let's yeah, be like, honest. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's just like, it, it all depends on the situational circumstances at the end of it. Like, because as you said, FOMO, um, of traveling in that because you're because of your like the way you are at the moment, it makes it harder. Mm-hmm. And it's just like everyone kind of has a different way. Do you think that um, like, what do you think about? Because I remember I know Justin was very much on the way of buying. I would say like saving for cars, houses, and kind of you know trying to set you up for the future. Are you more on that way, or are you more like I want to do? I want to travel. I want to enjoy. I want to enjoy. Things. I am the polar opposite to him. Yeah. I'm all about like I, I can respect where he's coming from and what he's saying, you know. Don't show him respect. <laughs> nah. But like I, I get what he's coming from and yeah. I, can, I can respect his position. He, You know, that's his goal and that's what he's working for. That's great. Not me. Like yeah. I'm all about saving and I'm all about, you know, yeah, I do want a nice house and I do want these things but also on other things. And I want to be able to live my life whilst I'm young and enjoy myself and enjoy all this wonderful money that I'm earning that I fell into a job for that I don't deserve because I'm 24. But I, I want to be able to enjoy it and live my life, go out for dinners, go and travel, go here, go there. And then, you know, there's plenty of life left to go. Do you feel like with your job that traveling could hurt your position? Because like, it's, it's a general thing. A lot of people will say that they don't want to go because they feel like it might uh, affect their, their hierarchy in, in their workplace. You know, a lot of people say that, um, like, you know, when female or women go on maternity leave and that, they can drop in the totem pole because they have such a long time off. Do you feel like, you know, traveling in general could be, like, you know, detrimental to your position? It's, it's actually funny you say this. Um, isn't that so funny? Isn't that so funny? <laughs> it's like Kim said. Um but it is funny you say that because we had literally just had a discussion at work. We have someone at work who she's a sales manager. We have like, she has two more shows coming up for the end of the year. She's not at her budget. She's taken four and a half weeks off. She comes back tomorrow. Yeah. And just knowing the discussions that I had at a management level, no good. Like yeah, okay. she, she the, the, the travels have just impacted so many people like that we work with that it's, 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 it's hard. And I think traveling, it can impact, and even the maternity leave, it can impact any role. I think unless you, you work for yourself or you're in business for yourself, yeah. you want to do it, but you're limited to how much you can travel and how long you can go for. I mean, I could probably get away with a three-week maximum trip before it really started to impact. If I was to go out of Australia, if I was in Australia, different. You know, yeah. I'm in the country. I can still work. I'm contactable. Yeah. Outside of Australia, very difficult. different story. And 
that's where all people want to go. You know, we don't yeah. want to explore the great country that we live in. Yeah. Yeah. We want to go other places. That? Yeah, we see and, that on Wednesday, you yeah. know. And we can go we can go over to England and take photos of nothing. <laughs> that's, yeah, exactly. That's Look at I'm... this footpath. I know that's what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, live yeah. for those photos. Like... <laughs> Your best mate, taking photos of lawns. That's great. <laughs> like, you know, we, we don't want to do that. We always want to go and see what we what's not, you know, easily accessible to us. Yeah. But I, I agree in the sense that, you know, it, it's hard. Any tra- any travel in any job, you're going to be impacted. What do you think of people? I know you're saying it's kind of if you have something to fall back on, but we know, I know we know people who we went to school with who are over in, I think, Canada at the moment. Been yep. over for a long, long time. What do you think of people in general, not just this case, but who go over for a six-month holiday or a 12-month working holiday or like whatever, and they just keep traveling? Do you think that that's something, one of those kind of, living now not thinking about like, like you know not having kind of <laughs> putting all your eggs into this one basket or are you kind of like yeah you know, they're just enjoying themselves it's the dream mentality to have isn't it, is. it? it like- uh but it's not realistic to me it's not realistic and it's uh it's not durable like yeah. you, you can't you can't maintain it you're going to come home to what you're going to have to start from the bottom like yeah i know these people they don't have degrees they don't they've just purely gone out of school worked casually at their jobs for a bit and then gone stuff it i'm you know uprooting my life and off i go i'm going over to canada i'm going here i'm going there everywhere you know great mentality to have it's the dream everybody wants to do it it's just not practical to me yeah it's it's almost like it's just not a, not reality. It's kind no. of like, it is, that's what travel. That's what traveling is. Traveling is tr- like not as trying to escape reality, but a lot of it. Like when you're overseas, you don't care about. Like I've never been bothered by cops, even in America. Like I was never like I was walking down the street. I never saw a cop. I just never never saw one. And it was just like I know people who live there probably go. Okay, I can't do this because of that. Like I had one of my friends fall through a windscreen of a car. <laughs> <laughs> I looked like he snapped his ankle at the time and he hobbled off and nothing happened. And it's just like, cause, and I feel like if I lived there, I probably something I would have got arrested somehow, even if this exact same situation. Cause like when you're overseas, you just don't really care about the law cause you're just there to yeah. have a good time. You well, like you wouldn't like you, you've been to Europe and you know, you've been, you've been to the States and uh, this is like a whole nother subject, but the whole terrorist thing and everything, and, yep. you know, how common it is and how easily those attacks were happening over there. Like that wouldn't cross your mind at all when you're traveling. Never did. It'll never happen to me. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You know, it'll never happen to me. But it's, it's, it can. Yeah, of course. But like, yeah, so on the like, like say um, the people who travel for shitloads of time, would you say if they had like a something behind them, you think that's a bit more... Yeah, it's okay. it's so much more sensible, and I hate saying it, it's like it sounds so old, like oh, don't live your life and everything. But yeah, you got to be you got to be honest with yourself, and you got to be real. Like we we live in you know Australia is a great place to live, but we do we live in hard times, and it's hard to just walk into a job. It's unless yeah. you've got some kind of experience. It's like everyone's seen that that funny meme where it's like you're in an interview and they're like, you need 23 years of experience for the job, and they want to hire you for a, you know and into like a introductory level. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you need 23 years of experience to get the job. Yeah. It's, it's just too hard these days. And the people that are going to do it, like it's great for the time being, but they're just not forward thinkers and they're not future planners. What are you going to do when you get back? Do you, do you think it's not hard or do you think that people don't try enough? Because I, like a lot of, I know a lot of people who, you know, again, who I used to work with me in that. 
and they don't really they do it and they kind of they want to get a job but they don't like when they get that job and you understand it when you find some casuals who come in and work like do not care and rock up late every day and you kind of go you don't are they millennials oh no they're not they're they're older people but like when you look at younger people i think a lot of businesses would at least look at them and be like look these guys this is kids young he's vibrant like you know it's it's a positive energy to put around for a lot of companies and like that's why a lot of younger people do get hired and like what who would you rather hire like somebody who's 23 24 25 or whatever or a 45 year old who's been who's had 28 jobs like you know yeah. it does look good on exactly. a resume to see if to, a couple yeah it goes back to what i was saying before like we come into these jobs we're happy to be there we're excited to yeah. be there we want to work hard we want to prove ourselves you want to give a good impression yeah exactly because image and all of that is very important to us and we you know we want to be respected and we want to have a, a higher standing so yeah i you know it's it's I just don't get it. Like you just, you know, people aren't trying. I don't get why people just don't try hard enough when they get these jobs. You it's, know, it's it's your livelihood. A you lot need of, it. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like a lot of people, depending on your age and that, they always think the system's against them. They kind of they they don't want. They want to work. Like again, like they don't, they want to work, but they don't. And it's just like, you know, I understand that. You know, a lot of jobs people don't enjoy doing it, especially when you're like our age if you don't want to if you don't want to do your job find a new one it's not like i, I do yeah. I, as much i know you're saying it's hard but i always think like if you really wanted to and if you looked hard enough for it something would come around it's not like you you'd be like looking for a year and be like there was nothing for me if you're if you're at our age there should be a lot of people going hell yeah we're gonna try and hire this guy you show a positive attitude and that's something that a lot of people don't show us it means so much more to like to um a company that you might think because people mm. might be like it's all about the work if no one gets along with you and i've i've known this because people got fired because of their attitude because no one liked them they would like because they were just they didn't want anything to do with anyone. They like swore at people and they you know, abused them and that. And like, mm. not like, you know, this isn't a factory cup environment. This isn't in, in an office. So like, you know, you get away. Abuse is fine because they get thrown around. <laughs> they get, you, you'd be amazed the things that I got, I get called, but like, you know, that's fine. But like no one got along with him. He didn't get, he didn't want to get along with everyone. And he, he was a fine worker, but he got sacked because yeah. it was just like, you need, it's a conflict of interest for everyone else. And it's like, who are you going to choose? Who are you going to side with? The casual or the guys who have been working for the past 20 years? Yeah. Uh, culture's huge these days. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you don't fit in with the business culture, you could have all the skills in the world. Yeah. You, like, I, I, you know, I'm actively involved in the recruitment in, the, in our company and nine times out of ten, you could have, you know, you know, more like better skills than the other person you're going up against. But if they're more out there and more outgoing and they're going to, you know, fit into the company better, well, skills can be taught. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's huge culture these days. And like a piece of like, yeah. And I say this as as a student, but like a piece of paper only means so much as I, as you'll know, like, you know, as we were saying before, if you do five years and you go into it, how much do you really know? Like you don't like you really, it's, it's so much more of a learn by doing process. Oh yeah. And like, if you do, if you have a shit attitude, people won't want anything to do with you. Like, why would they, like, why would they want a negative person around you trying to do something when they know that there's people out there who actually want to be there and want to have a good time, want to get to know you, want to, you know, build a rapport. Cause like the, the old goal is for work is to have a good time while doing it. And if you had a choice between doing it with a miserable person with a qualification or a go- like a fun, like you know, a nice person who's willing to learn with no qualification, if it was possible, of course, because some jobs have to require a qualification, you'd choose the fun person. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody wants to sit next to someone with a stick up their ass all day. You go insane. <laughs> yeah, that's what all your workers do. And that's why I look down. I know. <laughs> that's why I'm secluded in my own little pod in the office and no one comes near me. <laughs> Oh, God, Sarah. (laughs) It's true. What what are you going to do about it? That's life. (laughs) 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 14th reason. This is Nick Brown for Annie Brown from For Annie Brown Town. This is Lee's from What Cultures, El Diablo, El Dorado, El Dorito. And of course, this is Close to the Sun coming at you every Wednesday. Tomorrow, we have the Backbone Podcast. Friday this week, we have the Total 90 Premier League Podcast. Sarah, thank you for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Nick. Yep, uh, giving ma- the people what they want. Maybe one more time, so. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you.